and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music obsessed mates have a chat about what they've been listening to this week, as well as a sprinkling of news items. You are listening to episode 37. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. Now this week we're going to do something a little bit different. So as you guys may have listened to earlier in the year, we did a top songs of 2019 so far. Well, my friends... It is the end of 2019. So we thought we'd do another sort of updated ranking because a lot of new music has released since last time. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the same structure as we did last time where we'll each have our top five songs as well as our favourite albums of the year. So we'll start off with number five, Maddie. What's your number five? Okay, so my number five song of 2019... Um, was in our last wrap up, I guess, yes. mid year wrap up. Um, and it's almost sweet music by Hosier. So Yay. this Wasteland Baby album has been like really, really, really awesome to listen to throughout the whole year. I have been like, you know, intermittently listening to it, but this song is like one of the standouts and mm. it's just, just, I just love the rhythms, all of the like polyrhythms in this song is so, so cool. The clapping, like the guitar riff, it's just all there. I'm absolutely obsessed with the song. Hosey's vocals are amazing and it's just like a, it's just like a nice, happy song to yeah. like cheer you up. And that's something that I think we need this year. Oh, <laughs> yes. This year has been um, a roller coaster. It's if been a anything. Ride. So I think, you know, a nice happy track to start us off is always good. So that was my number five. It is Almost Sweet Music by Hosier. So what was your number five, Vivian? My number five song of the year is Ludens by Bring Me the Horizon. So as you guys know, I love Bring Me the Horizon. In my last list, um, I talked about them quite a bit. And throughout the year, I've talked about them quite a lot. Um, but this one, so this one is coming from the Death Stranding video game soundtrack. And it's it's just one of those songs where I feel like they really have honed into their sound. And they've really sort of experimented with different things. But it works so well, especially because, you know, you've got these electronic elements um, throughout the beginning. But then that breakdown in the middle is... Yeah. <laughs> The best thing in the world, honestly. And it just, yeah, it sort of just calls back to their roots. And they've really grown so much as a band. And I feel like this is a good little, I guess, taster of what's to come. Because their album that came out this year, Ammo, was amazing and experimental as well. But this sort of just took that next step. So I'm interested to see. um, I'm also interested to see whatever that Halsey collaboration was. Mm. Apparently it's not on the album. But I know. How disappointing is that? Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, like what is happening? Apparently she said it on an Instagram Par- live. No, aren't there two? Yeah. Two songs? Yeah. and Not she's, just one? Yeah, and she said that they're coming um, it, like at another time. Like they're definitely coming, but that it's just not going to be on the album. So I'm just like, what? You what does that keep, mean? Keep waiting. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that, that's a little side note. Of course we're going to mention Halsey within like what five minutes of the podcast uh yeah duh <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so that is my number five of the year Ludens by bring me the horizon now maddie what's your number four speaking of Halsey <laughs> <laughs> um again probably five minutes into the podcast my number four is graveyard by Halsey surprise um, surprise 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 it's gonna come up you know sometime during this list you yes honestly can't be surprised by that 
And if you have been listening to the podcast for this long and you didn't expect that, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. Because... We're disappointed. <laughs> we're really disappointed. Yeah. Um, so, like, what more can I say about this song? Like, we've gone in depth into this <laughs> so many so times. Many times. <laughs> so, I'm going to spare you the, the breakdown <laughs> of why I love this song. But it's just, like... I think it's just such an iconic song for not only, like, us oh, yes. as fans, but just, like, the wider audience mm. of, like, pop music in general, because sure. it was just such a huge release for her, and she's been playing it on all of the music, um, yeah. like, music award show circuit, and, like, all of these other, you know, performances and Christmas, like... Yeah, the jingle ball concerts and things stuff. like that. She's been absolutely like blasting this song for the past, you know, however long it's been out, and as she should, as she should, <laughs> because it's a great song. So yeah, Graveyard Halsey is my number four. I'll pass Amazing. it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> so my number four of twenty nineteen is Daphne Blue by the band Camino. This song, I, it actually came out in May this year, but oh, okay. I but I only came across it within the past few months, and I'm not kidding, guys. I've literally listened to this song every day since I first heard how, it. How many episodes ago was it? I don't in... remember. It was. It, I feel like it was at least maybe three, four. Two or three? Yeah, two or three maybe. Yeah. yeah, it was It was definitely like not that long ago, because yeah, I remember when I first heard it. We had obviously spoken about the band Camino before with Nomi. Yes. And, you know, since then, I sort of didn't really listen to their stuff. But when I listened to their EP, this came on and I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is my anthem. <laughs> <laughs> this is my song. I will sing it from the hills. Yep. And it hasn't, it hasn't, I haven't gotten sick of it yet, guys. So <laughs> I <laughs> hope I won't. Yeah. I hope I don't ruin this for me. But yeah. It's a great song. It's definitely such a fun bop, such an infectious chorus, like I spoke about when I talked about the song. But yeah, such an amazing song. I love it. Um, that's my number four, Daphne Blue by the band Camino. Now, what are we doing, Maddie? So we're going to break up the the structure by putting in our little albums as well. Yes. So firstly, we're going to do a highly commended album. And then we'll also have our top album of the year. So we'll start with our highly commended and I'll kick us off with mine. Um, and it is Leon's self-titled album, which was my top album of like <laughs> 2019 so far in the episode that we did earlier in the year. Um, but honestly, it's remained like a consistent like repeat throughout my entire year. Mm. Like I haven't stopped listening to the songs on this album and I am so, so depressed because... <laughs> Leon came to Brisbane the oh. other week and I didn't get to go to the concert because I was working. <laughs> I am so, so depressed about that fact. So sad. But it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> it's okay. Because I have this album to listen to and it's honestly just almost every single song on this album I love. Like, it's very rare for me to find an album where they're, like... Usually I'll only maybe like a four or five mm. songs on an album, but this one, I basically like everyone. Like, I think there's 12, 12 songs on this album, and I think the majority of them I'm in love with. Like, mm. 
there are so many like beautiful soft ballads but then there's also like really really like upbeat dance tracks and it's just like got such range and again I have spoken at length about how much I love Leon's voice and I will never ever ever get sick of hearing her sing so yeah that is why Leon's self-titled album is my highly commended for this year so I'll move on (laughs) I'll let Vivian talk great great choice Maddie I'm not surprised. No, but, right? You know, yeah. I feel like that's what this episode will be. Just no surprises. Yeah, like our Spotify rap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not surprised. <laughs> so my highly commended album for 2019 is Complex by Montaigne. Nice. Yes. So this album, I... Here's the thing. I love... I love Montaigne. I loved her first album. I played it a lot. But, you know, it's been three years since she released that yeah, one yeah it has been a while yeah and well you know in this sort of time like waiting more than two years automatically is just like you just feel the time so um with complex i remember when it came out i just i was floored you know i shouldn't have been so surprised yeah <laughs> because it's montane but i was just floored at how cohesive this album is and how yeah. each track was telling a story story well was a part of a bigger story you know the first track is change and then the last track is ready and it's literally a story about how she's going through these changes and then by the end she feels ready to take on the world and yeah you know that was really cheesy but you guys know what i mean (laughs) um and yeah like when i saw her live recently she actually um sort of sang this album in order she didn't do all the songs she did most of them but she did in order and that was so refreshing to see as well because you don't usually get that it's usually just sort of like you know the most popular songs and then a few album tracks but yeah she did the album in full which was really cool um and she was amazing live but yeah i just love this album and you know similar to what you said i love every song on this album and i feel like that is very hard to come by especially when you do have more tracks on an album absolutely yeah so yeah i love this album so much and yeah uh that's my highly commended one complex by montaigne now we're gonna go back into our song rankings we're gonna continue now with number three maddie my number three um is hey ma by bon iver so i don't think i've actually talked about this song on the podcast i did talk about naeem like a couple of months ago yes um which was from the same album i i And this one, I think this has probably been one of the songs on that album that I've probably listened to, like, consistently Mm. the most. Um, And because it is sort of like, again, it's a lot more from your typical song structure than a lot of Bon Iver's sort of stuff. And, you know, because he is quite an experimental sort of um, alternative artist and the, um, the stuff that he comes up with is it's like, insane ridiculous and yeah this song is really 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 nice and i just love listening to him sing because he's such an emotive vocalist mm. and like you can hear like every word that he's saying and you can just like hear where it's coming from and like the emotion behind it and like the voice cracks and like everything that sort of goes with it it's so raw and that's something yeah. that i absolutely love about um their music it's just incredible so like hey ma is definitely one of my favorites on that mm. album along with yeah like naeem and a couple others and i feel like this um 
this strike has been gaining a lot of traction in terms of sort of the awards and yeah. like the Grammys and which is obviously like well deserved. Yeah, song. absolutely. Because I saw, like, when we were looking at, you know, like, the Grammy nominations mm. for that episode that we did a couple of weeks ago, like, this song or this album was sort of nominated in, like, popular categories yeah. rather than just, like, alternative, alternative, which is really, really interesting. I was like, oh, he's actually getting, like, recognised in a different space than mm. he'd probably be used to. Um, and you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that he would be or they would be um, yeah which is so refreshing to see i was really really surprised when i mm. saw that because i was like oh they're actually like taking his music more seriously than mm. sort of just like an alternative artist he's like coming into the mainstream and sort of you know trickling his way up the charts mm. and all that sort of stuff so yeah i definitely think like all of his success this year has been very well deserved he's mm. such an incredible artist and he's got like his mind is just insane um, so yeah, song number three, Hey Ma by Bon Iver. That's my number three. So Vivian, what have you got for yours? So my number three is If We Were Made Of Water by Banks. Now I did talk about Banks, um, in the previous sort of, um, well Countdown. not, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So like I, <laughs> cause here's the thing. I, I remember when we, um, in the beginning sort of, of when we started the podcast, I talked about Gimme, which is on her album three. And I remember saying that was sort of the lead single for, for the album. And I remember saying that I liked it, but it kind of just didn't really, you know, I didn't really love it as much as I wanted to. So when three came out, I was just like, I'm sorry. I changed my mind. (laughs) I'm sorry, Banks. Because this, so this song, especially it's towards the end of the album, and it's similar to what I was saying about Montaigne. It's a very sort of... It tells a story, each track. And this one is sort of in the story of accepting that, you know, things are over between her and this person and yep. how to sort of move on from that. And it's such a beautiful track. It's very mellow. It's very low-key. In the beginning, it starts with these um, sort of animal sounds. Which yeah, I was like... Hold on, what's, what's going on? Are we listening it's, to, like, a National Geographic documentary? Yeah, like, it, you feel... It's almost like you feel like you're in a rainforest, rainforest and you really do feel like there's a lot of water imagery. Um, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, because, you know, she's sort of saying, if we were made of water, then we could swim around whatever is happening to us. And just, well, the metaphor there, like... Yeah, oh, big. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's a beautiful track. I love Banks. Um, I definitely feel like... This is one of her top tier songs, um, just in the songwriting and with the sonic elements of it. So yeah, that's my number three, If We Were Made Of Water. Now we're going to go into the gritty end of things. Ooh, getting up there now. <laughs> so we're going to go with number two now, Maddie. My number two yes. is a song I have talked about before Yes. on the podcast, and it is Kintsugi by Gabrielle Applin. Yes, amazing choice. Oh my god, right? This is just I love this such, song. <laughs> such a good song. And I'm so glad that like when I played this for you that you had such oh. an awesome time listening to it as well. So good. It, I was actually going to put this on my list as well. I was so close to doing it. And <laughs> I you know, I'm kind of sad that I didn't now because stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I love this song so much. It's such a cool cool interesting song like all of the sonic elements in this are like so well thought out and just it's amazing like all of the like little sort of 
tinny sounds mm. and like mm. little like vocal samples that are like thrown in and the whole like recurring like kintsugi thing when it like pops up. I love and, like, that. The repetition and like all of it is so, so amazing. Like because and also like not just like the fact that it's like a really good song to listen to. Mm. Like the message The message is amazing. Is so so beautiful. And it's something like I talked about this when like it, I, you know, talked about it like a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And like I was sort of saying, you know, it's not something that you hear often mm. in songwriting. No. Like gluing yourself back together and you know, like you can see these scars because that's what makes you who you are and it's sort of like these are like all these things that have happened to you and mm. have scarred you, you know, they, you know, like make up the pieces of your life and you know, it's good to sort of embrace that and rather than, you know, sort of like hiding it hiding it away. But yeah, I just love the whole message, her voice, the amazing production on it. It's just such an all-round, like, happy, nice song. Yeah, and I remember when Maddie first played it for me, I was I was so drawn to it. And after that point, I used to play it every morning as sort of like my morning motivation to just oh, really? get up and seize the day. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Because the message is so positive and I just really do love the whole, yep, okay, so you're not feeling your greatest, that's okay. That's, you know, that's life. That's what happens. You, mm. you can pull yourself back together. It's not sort of a doom and gloom sort of perspective on that sort of thing, which I think, like we just said, is really refreshing. You don't really come across that. It's usually yeah. with this sort of thing, you, you know, artists like to take it sort of to the other end of the spectrum and mm. you know which is fair completely fair but i do sort of like this positive spin yeah because when you get that you know negative it's like oh i'm broken yeah like, all these different pieces of me i'm like blah I've, like lost this and lost that but it's like nah pull yourself together yeah. like embrace it like the line all your scars are golden yes. just gets me amazing every time and i love it like it can be anything you want it to be mm. and like it's sort of yeah like everyone's got their own sort of you know things that they have to deal with and that's fine and that's just life but you know you can just embrace that or you know you're not going to have a very nice happy life so yeah. why not you know exactly and it's up you to are. you it's up to you to exactly you know take charge of that if you want to be sad about it be sad about it but if you want to change then change so yeah i love that concept yeah it's such a cool yeah such a cool concept and i absolutely adore the songwriting and everything that gabrielle upland's about there are For so sure. many so many songs that she's put out this year and yeah. I was like looking at all of them and I'm like oh my Which god one? I want to talk about all of them because they're so good <laughs> but I rested on this one just because of that message and just yeah. because of the amazing you know production that's associated with it so Kintsugi by Gabrielle Applin is my number two song of 2019 amazing so Vivian what have you got for us well, my number two is Love Might Be Fi Found Volcano by Montaigne. Surprise, mm. surprise. So um, when this one came out, it was a single before she released the album. It was so different from what we heard from her before. Yeah. And, um, you know, she sort of said in interviews that this was sort of her sort of artsy kind of experimental song. And... I just love it. it. The concept is so cool as well because it's talking about, it's sort of referencing these major weather events yep. to stop her from leaving because if she, if, she do, if she stays, then love might be found with this person. So it's sort of that, that stage where she's unsure what to do. And I love those sort of 
I guess, comparisons. They're, yeah. It's very interesting songwriting. Yeah. Um, I feel like you don't really come across that. But the production in this one is so cool. It's so different. It's very, it's very dark. It's very moody. But it's also... I remember when she played this live, I was just dancing to it. Uh, yeah. It's such a fun song to dance to. And there's this really cool, like, sort of mini breakdown um, just before the second chorus with the, with the strings. Yes. That is such a I good part. I love, love that. that part. That is just my absolute favorite part of the song because it comes out of nowhere. You don't expect yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there's the strings aren't present anywhere else. So when you hear that, it's just like, oh, where are we going? And then it goes back into the <laughs> chorus, which is so sick. But yeah, it's such a fun song. Um, it's definitely, I would say, it's probably my favorite from Complex, um, which is really, really hard for me to choose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's such a bop. I love it so much. I love the songwriting. Um, I love the production. So yeah, that's my number two. Love Might Be Found, Volcano by Montaigne. Now, before we go into our number one songs... We're going to go into our top album of the year. So, Maddie, what is your top album of 2019? Okay, so this was a very, very hard decision. Yes. I have been scrolling through my music and, like, scrolling through, like, lists of albums released this year just to, like, try and help me narrow it down because it was a tough stretch. I agree. It was so hard. But I think, overall, I've landed on this one because just the, like... The messaging and also just everything that this person is about just resonates with me so much. So my top album of 2019 is Cause I Love You by Lizzo. Yay! So I am in love with Lizzo and I'm so mad that I wasn't on her bandwagon in 2017 when like in 2015 when all of her other music was actually like released for the first time yes but i'm so glad that she's finally getting the traction that she deserves because it is such an amazing like album as a whole like all of the songs on it i'm you know in love with and there's so many that i just like can't stop playing like tempo juice there's like so like water me even like oh there's so many that i love and like tempo with missy elliott is It's just a banger. Iconic, truly. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And like the amount of times we've talked about Lizzo this year has probably racked up a lot more than other artists. But I think that's, you know, for, she for a good reason. It. Because yeah. she absolutely deserves it. And all of the, you know, like accolades that she's that she's been given this year, like all of her chart topping, you know, mm. things, it's just insane how, you know, like the music industry has changed so much for the better because someone like you wouldn't see, you know, like a big black girl, you know, Mm. like just living her true self be on like number ones, like worldwide for so long. Exactly. But like, you know, that's, that's the world we're living in now. And I love it. And it's so cool with this album as well. You, I feel like people who haven't heard, Lizzo's music they would look at her and have a sort of perception but when you listen to the album it is so different it is so diverse it shows her versatility Mm. you know she and she I remember a while ago one of our Lizzo stories that we talked about she tweeted how she can she can rap she can sing that's what she does that's her brand and I just love how 
you know, like we just said, she's so unapologetically herself and that really shines through on this album, you know. You have songs like Juice, which is such a fun, funky mm, bop, yeah. like coming straight out of the 80s and then you listen to Truth Hurts, which is just like, you know, sort of this more vulnerable but at the same time, you know, really sort of positive spin on that yeah. sort of situation. So, yeah, like... You know, Lizzo's such a versatile artist, and I do really think there's no one quite like her. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Especially not, like, in the music industry now. Yeah. Just the fact that, like, there are so many artists who, you know, like, can be authentically themselves, and that's beautiful. Mm. But the fact that she is, like, so intent on spreading that positivity Mm. as well, and, like, encouraging her fans and everyone else to, like, just, like, love who they are and be themselves Mm. and just, like, her main, you know, like, message is just you are you and that is okay. Mm. And it's so nice to see someone, you know, like, spreading that message in such an amazing and positive and funny and, like, just relatable way that a lot of other artists don't and I just feel like she's an absolute, like, superstar and she deserves every single thing that she's been given this year and I just can't wait to see her career skyrocket in the future so 100% agree that is why Lizzo's Cause I Love You is my top album of 2019 so I'll pass it on to Vivian what was your top album this year so I will first of all say that I agree with Maddie this was very difficult um honestly I had four albums in my mind when I was trying to sort of narrow it down (laughs) Um, last time I spoke about Social Cues by Cage the Elephant, which is still an amazing album. But for my top album of 2019, I decided to go with Three by Banks. Wow. So, yes, Banks. I just spoke about her. And it's so interesting because this song came out in the second half of uh, 2019. Sort of, actually, maybe it was around July. It was sort of mid after we had done our episode previously and this one it's so interesting because I've always been such a big fan of Banks and she's been such a unique sort of pop artist that I feel like hasn't gained sort of the traction that she deserves and so when this one came out I was just absolutely floored with how beautiful and cohesive and just how strong this was for a third album from her I feel like a lot of people, when they listen to her music, they can sort of assume that a lot of it is the same. But with this one, I feel like she just completely took that opinion and threw it in the bin. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's so, it's such a beautiful album. And in a way, it's very similar to Montaigne's Complex because it is telling a story of her going through this relationship and it's going through these stages. And the first song is called um, Till Now and it's this really aggressive sort of, you've been messing me around till now and it's and it's this sort of very angry um very sort of messy kind of song and I just love how honest she was on each track about that particular stage she was feeling and then when you get to sort of the end like um what about love is the is the last track it's sort of this acceptance and it's like so this is it this is where we're at you know let's just move forward with our lives and it's very yeah I just love that sort of storytelling element it's I would say I don't know if she's confirmed it but it definitely does sort of feel like a concept album in Mm. that regard but yeah it's such a beautiful album I'm very sad because she's coming to fours oh my god 
Let's not talk about that. And as you guys know, we are very <laughs> sad about that for multiple reasons. But yeah, she's not doing any side shows. So if you're at fours, lucky you, because you get to see Banks. Can you also like <laughs> film the entire thing and then send it to us? Because we Please. would love you forever. Because we are very sad that we can't go and see Fawzies. I know. But it's fine. It's fine. Stay strong. Yes. We'll be right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm kind of hoping, I don't know if she will ever come back, but um, if she ever does, I definitely would love to go see her because, mm. yeah, she's, apparently she has these really interesting live shows with dancers as well. Oh, cool. Um, but it's not sort of like a typical, like, it's very, um, interesting choreography. Yeah. So, yeah, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, just like, <laughs> I'm so sorry I can't see you. But yeah, um, that is my top album of the year, Three by Banks. Now... It is that time we're going to go into our top songs of 2019. Maddie, what is your top song? Okay, so with our top songs, it's obviously like such a hard decision Yes. to narrow this down. But I think, like, I'll speak for both of us yes. when I say that these top songs have just, like, hit us in a way that no other song sort of has mm -hmm. this year. And I think that's why... We've both made them our number one. So my number one track of 2019 is Where Do You Go by Yebba. Yay! So <laughs> I cannot express fully in words how much I am in love with Yebba's voice. And I have said this a million times and I will continue saying it. She is probably my favourite vocalist of all time and that will never change. Like, yeah. I don't envisage that changing for, like, years and years to come because there's just something that, like, resonates in my soul yes. whenever I hear her sing and I cannot get over how incredible she is. Her control is phenomenal. Like, I have never heard anyone run like her before. It is beautiful in all of her songs that I've heard her sing like Evergreen was the first one I ever heard from her mm. and this and that was released two years ago and this one Where Do You Go again is such a beautiful beautiful song and she's got such a gorgeous high register and I could go on for yonks talking about how much I love her and this song but if you want to hear me talk about this song more in depth you can listen to the past episode where I like raved on and on about it but I am just in love with this song and I cannot get it out of my head and that's why it's my number one because it's just incredible and I've been listening to it forever such a great pick and I remember so. when I sort of said to you that I wasn't really I didn't really sort of dive deep enough into Yeba and Maddie was mm. just like, let me show you. Hold on. I was like, hold everything. And you need to know how uh, much I love her. I know. And it was, you know, I was floored when you played Evergreen for me because mm. that was like, it was just something I've never witnessed before, truly. And I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> because her voice is just, I feel like it is so unique to the point where I can't, actually think of a comparison in terms of a person for her. yeah in terms of her music in terms of her voice like I just feel like she's so unique 
and she's completely sort of on her own in that regard and i love it so the only beautiful. thing that makes me really sad is that, that she hasn't released more music i know like, yeah i just want more yebba songs to like drown myself in like it's just so beautiful every time i hear her sing and every time i see someone like collab with her like i'll see a featuring yebba i'm like yes i get to hear her more like i get so excited because it's just she's so amazing and i'm just like enthralled every single time i mm. she opens her mouth and i just can't like i've gone on millions of like youtube binges just trying to soak up as much of her as i can because she's just incredible and i'm just like excited every day to like hear what she comes out with so that is why Where Do You Go by Yebba is my top song of 2019. Love it. So I'll pass it on to Vivian <laughs> with our final song of our wrap-up. And <laughs> Do I even need to say it, guys? I mean, I know this is sort of like a big build-up and it's like, oh, what's Vivian's number one Whoa. song? <laughs> and the fact that I haven't mentioned it yet should already be a clue. But yes, guys, my top song. 2019 is Nightmare by Horsey. Really no surprise there, guys. No. Probably like, let's to be anyone. honest. You got a tattoo. Exactly. You got a tattoo of this song. So, yeah. Um, should I say anything else? No, I will. Look. <laughs> we'll just end the podcast there. Thank you guys for listening. Here's the thing. Yeah, I was saying to Maddie before we started recording, I was honestly contemplating putting graveyard clementine and nightmare on my list but then i thought that's three out of five vivian you can't do this everyone already knows how much you love halsey (laughs) and so i thought you know i'd go with my ultimate halsey song and nightmare it's you know as i've spoken about it so many times and at length about you know how much i love this song i just think it's a very important song not just sort of from in Halsey's discography but I really think it's an important song for the entire sort of music industry and oh, absolutely. audience because just the message that's in it it's you know I I take I feel like you can take so many different things from the song it's not just sort of a uh, feminist song I do think it's a very sort of personal song from Halsey about how she feels about her place in the music industry and how people view her and I I just love how she felt the need to sort of sit down and say, okay, I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. <laughs> yeah, like that, that line, honestly, yeah. in itself is such an amazing, like, just like, I don't know how to describe it because it's so, so hard hitting and yeah. yet it's like something that needs to be said. Exactly. Like, yeah. Someone needs to get angry. We need to get angry and worked up about these things because nothing's being done. Exactly. And... I just love that, you know, she sort of had the guts to be that person because, you know, I feel like a lot of perception on that sort of topic, people like to say things and they like to say, oh, you know, you're being overdramatic, like it's not that bad, but no, it is. And I just love how she just didn't really care about that sort of response and it's just such an amazing song, like sonically as well. I remember when it came out, we everyone who loves Halsey and knows her and has listened to her music would never expect that sort of track from her. Oh no, it was so different to anything that we'd sort of been used to. And we yeah. were and when it came out, we were so excited because around that time sort of like it was when the Bring Me the Horizon thing yes. sort of, you know, like the photos were leaking about that and we we're like, Oh, 
this is the new wave of Halsey. Yes. Like, we're going to get an angry, like, punk Halsey. Like, this is the new her. Like, this is what we're going into. But obviously, that's very, very different. Yes. But and she's had her time to sort of, like, unleash her anger with this song. And I think exactly. it was a good release for her. Yeah. And I do think, you know, I I know that a lot of her fans are upset that it's not on the album. I, I was too, not going to lie. Yeah. But... Um, I do really like sort of this era that she's going into with Manic and um, I'm really excited to see sort of that duality that's going to be. I do think, I, I have a feeling there will be some sort of nightmare-esque kind of songs on there, probably yeah. not to that sort of level, but I do think that because um, she's said in, in interviews and in the past that that side of her is still very present. Mm. Um, it just was sort of, like you said, a moment for her to get that out as her release and you know, I remember when Graveyard came out and we were so expecting that sort of continuation. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Nightmare is was, you know, another one of my favourite songs of the year and it, it's so different to um, uh, Nightmare. So, sorry, Graveyard, I'm just saying Graveyard. And, <laughs> sorry, it's all melding into one. They're all um, great songs regardless. But, yeah, so, like, Graveyard is so different and, yeah, I just, I'm so excited for Manic. It's not long now. I know. Oh my God, January 17th. It's oh. basically a month away, which is just terrifying, but so exciting. Um, but yeah, Nightmare is my top song of 2019. It's a pretty solid, solid list. Yeah. I feel really, like, really good. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of our choices, Manny. 2019 has been a ride and the songs, I think, reflect that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that little sentiment. Nice. I love being, like, faux deep. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, if you got through our list, thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate, um, you know, you guys listening along and suggesting tracks and all of that. Um, if you want to, you know, let us know what you thought about the songs that we listened to, whether you reckon something should have been higher or if we didn't talk about a song that you liked, let us know. We'd love to hear your opinions. But, um... You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, YouTube, all the rest of it. All the stuff. We try to be on as many platforms as possible so you guys can listen to us wherever you want to. So, yes, please let us know what you think about these songs. We know this episode was a little bit different. Um, it was, I guess, you know, our wrap up of the year. But nevertheless, we like to hear your opinions um, on whatever we talked about. And um, another interesting thing you guys should know is that since it's coming towards the end of the year, next week will be our last episode of 2019, and it's going to be a little bit interesting as well. Mm. A little I'm excited bit. to see what you guys think about yes, it. Yes, we're very excited. Um, so yes, you can follow us on Court uh, on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all the latest updates. And so we'll see you on Monday with our last episode. That's it. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But exciting. Anyway, (laughs) see you guys next week. Bye.